0: As, <coughs> as we know <coughs> this Shabbos is Yutesque live. Rosh Hashanah for <coughs> Just like there's Rosh Hashanah in the beginning of the year there's also a Rosh Hashanah for chassidus. Why is it called Rosh? The head. In Hebrew The beginning is called Tchila. Tchila is the beginning. So we should call it Tchila, Sashano. Why do we call it Reish? Because it's just like the head of a person. The person's head is not only just the beginning of his body, but the head controls the whole body. Anything you do, even if you move your toe, which part of your body is controlling it? Your head. So everything that happens a whole year is controlled by the rosh, by the head of the year. That's why it's called Reish Hashanah. Now when it comes to Chesidus, it's also called Reish Hashanah. Because just like the regular rosh Hashanah gives a special Koyach for the whole year, Gives a special brachis. The same thing is for Rosh Hashanah for That we get special kayach for the whole entire year. For Chassidus things, for learning better, for davening, doing anything that a Chassid is supposed to do. Who's the first one who started Chassidus? the Baal Shem Tov. Yisrael Baal Shem Tov was the first one who started to spread Hasidus in the world. Before him, very few people knew about Hasidus. The Baal Shem Tov came and later the al Rebbe, even more so, Hasidus became spread out to thousands and millions of Yidn. So that's why I want to tell you a story of the Baal Shem Tov. The story of the Baal Shem Tov goes like this. There was once a Yid. His name was Avigdar, a very rich man. Yeah? A very rich man came to the Baal Shem Tov dressed very nicely, and he put down a large amount of money on the table. And he said to the Baal Shem Tov, this is for Tzedakah. My name? My name is Avigdar, and I come from the city Brud. I am a businessman, and my business goes very very well. The balshantiv looked at him. Was wondering. He's missing two words. He's supposed to say, "When something is going well, what are we supposed to say?" Baruch Hashem. But he didn't say so. So the balshantiv said to him, "Is there any way I can help you?" Can I do something for you? Can I give you a bracha for parnasa for your family? Oh no, it's not necessary. My Parnasa is going really well. <coughs> My Parnasa is I, I, I'm so rich, everything is just fine. You know, I buy wood from the forests and I send them down the river with rafts. I also deal with flax, with grain, with wool, with leather. I also go to the markets and I buy stuff. You know, I use my brain to figure out the best deals. And I have many years of experience. So everything is just fine. My 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 is very well. Balchanth said to him. Baruch Hashem. Balshantav was so disappointed. Here is a Yid who thinks that all of his business and all of his success is because he has a good brain. Everything is from Hashem. Everything we get. A Yid must know that all the time. Whatever you have, it's directly from Hashem. Even if you think you're so smart, even if it's true, who made you smart? Hashem. So Balshentev is looking at this guy who is, is not even thinking about it. All he's thinking that everything is from his own business. From his own cup. From his own head. So the Balshentev Tried another way to get him to say Baruch Hashem. He says, "Tell me, Avigdor, how are you feeling? Oh, fine. Um, how is your family? Your kids? Okay." And Balshemtiv saw that he got nowhere. He's still not saying Baruch Hashem. Alshemtiv said to him like this. David Hamelach in Tehilim, he writes like this: "Ve'ata Kadosh Yoshev Tehiloyis Yisrael." What does it mean? "Ve'ata Kadosh," you Hashem, you're very holy. "Yoshev," you sit on your throne, and you're waiting for what? "Tehiloyis." Yisrael, the praises and the thanks that Yisrael, that the Yidden give you. Hashem is waiting to hear Yidden to say Baruch Hashem, thank you Hashem, thank God, God's a dankin, Hashem. Hashem has so much pleasure when one Yid says to the other, "How are you? How is your family? Your panasa?" and the Yid says. Baruch Hashem, fine. And how is your family? And he answers, Baruch Hashem, good. Or Haidul Hashem. <coughs> Any sort of words that will ex- ex- that will show that you're thankful to Hashem. And the Balshemtiv told him, it might sound strange, but these words that Hashem hears from the Yidden is more important to him than all of the singing of the malachim in Shemayim. Hashem has millions and trillions of malachim that sing to him every day, Shida. It's not as valuable and precious to Hashem like when a yid says, Baruch Hashem. And for this, Hashem gives the yid more brachas. You might be wondering... Does Hashem really need our thanks? Shem Tev says, but Hashem surely wants a Yid to know. It's mainly for the Yid to know that everything he has good comes from Hashem. Anything you have is from Hashem. And everything you have, you should say, thank you, Hashem. And the Yid should know that not always Is it going to stay that way? Unless he thanks Hashem and he davens to Hashem. Doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. So we have to thank Hashem all the time. Even just to thank Hashem that we are a yid and we're able to serve Hashem with a good heart. Avigdor just stood there and didn't say a word. When the Balshamtev saw that it didn't even make yet an impression on him, Balshamtiv said to him like this. You know what? I'm gonna ask you. I wanted to do a favor for you. But you said you don't need it. How about you do a favor for me? Can you do a favor for me? I'll tell you what. You said you live in Brud. How about I give you a letter to bring to a yid? In brought bring it to the Yiddish leader it's called the Parnas Haidash that's like the mayor the Yiddish mayor of the town can you bring such a letter to him oh yeah now took a sheet of paper wrote a few lines folded it up put it into an envelope and sealed the envelope and wrote a name on it... who it goes to... and gave it to Avigdor... Avigdar put it into his pocket... in the inside pocket... of his jacket... said goodbye to the Baal Shem Tov, and he left... on his way home... Avigdor was thinking a little bit about... what the Baal Shem Tov was... saying to him about Baruch Hashem... and he decided... Not a bad idea to say Baruch Hashem. But he got so busy with all the other things on his mind that he forgot totally about this whole Baruch Hashem business, which was even worse, he forgot to deliver the letter. In fact, when he got home, took off his suit, hung it up in a closet... And since then he didn't even look at it. And the letter is sitting in that closet in the pocket. And Avigdar did not deliver the letter. He totally forgot about it. The years rolled by. And it came a time when Avigdar's business started to go down. Forests burned down to the ground. Ships with merchandise sank in the ocean. People who owed him money did not pay him. It didn't take long and Victor became a poor person. Now he needs food for his family. What does he do? So he starts selling his furniture. When he had nothing more to sell, he noticed What am I going to sell now? Oh, there's a suit. He looks at the suit. says, oh, I can sell the suit. I'll get some money for it. He takes the suit out. Checks the pockets to see if there is anything there. Pulls out the envelope. <gasps> Sixteen years ago! The Baal gave me this envelope to deliver. Sixteen years have passed. Gewalt! Just then, it pictured in front of his eyes as if the Baal is still talking to him like he spoke to him sixteen years ago. And he thinks to himself, Baal Shem trying to knock into my head that everything is from Hashem. We don't have any kayak to do anything. Whatever we have is only from Hashem. It seems like Bal was giving me a warning. And he made a hachlata. From now on, he's always going to say Baruch Hashem. He wiped his tears, went outside to go look for the person to whom he has to deliver the letter. He looks on the envelope. It says, Reb Tzadok, the president of Brad. That's the Parnas chaydash, like the mayor. He doesn't know who it is. So he stopped the first Yid, and he says, excuse me, do you know who this is? uh, The guy Tzadok? Sure. I know Tzadik. As a matter of fact, he was just appointed the mayor of the city this morning. Just this morning, they appointed him as the Parnas Chaydesh. Really? Who is this Tzadik? I didn't even know about him. Uh, I I know him very well. He's a very special guy. <coughs> In fact, I remember when he was a kid. He wasn't able to go to yeshiva because his parents were so poor, they couldn't afford paying for yeshiva. When he got a little older, they sent him to a tailor to learn how to become a tailor. And when he grew up, that was his job. He was a tailor. He was very poor. But if you ever asked him, how was Parnassah? You know what he would say? Baruch Hashem. I'm making a living. But then you know what happened? A big miracle happened to Tzaddik. A couple of years ago, things changed. There was a pirate who asked Tzaddik to fix the suits of his servants. And when Tzaddik fixed them, the pirates were so impressed that the pirates said, Can you make new ones also? And he made new ones for him. And the pirates, again, was impressed and ordered more stuff. And the pirates shared the news with his friends. And Tzadik started to get more and more orders from paritzim, from officers. It was so much work for him to do that he had to hire all the tailors of Bread, became his helpers. And that's how he became very, very rich. This is a couple of years ago. And this morning, they appointed him as the Parnas Chaitesh. That means, like, the mayor of the city. Can you tell me where he is? Yeah, I just saw him in the Big base Madrash. Victor ran to the Big base Madrash. When he got there, he found Reb Tzaddik there. He says, Reb Tzaddik, I have something for you. And he gives him the letter of the Belshem Tov. Sadiq was shocked. He says, the Belshem passed away a couple of years ago. How can you have a letter from him? He says, I'm very embarrassed to say, I got this letter from the Belshem 16 years ago, and I forgot all about it, and I'm giving it to you 16 years late. Please forgive me. I apologize. Reb Tzaddik opened up the letter and the letter is written to him, to Reb Tzaddik, like this. The man who's bringing you this letter used to be rich and became very poor. I'm asking you a favor to please help him to get back on his feet, get back into business. <clears throat> In order to prove to you that this letter is not fake, that it's really true, I'm gonna give you two simanim, two signs. Number one, the letter is gonna reach your hands on the first day that you become a mayor. Number two, today your wife is gonna give birth to a baby boy. As soon as he finished reading the letter, the gabai came running into shul Mazel tov, Reb Your wife just gave birth to a baby boy. Reb Tzaddik just stood there speechless. 16 years ago, the Balshem is writing a letter of something that's going to happen today. How does the Balshemtiv know that? 16 years earlier. Right. It's a Tzaddik. So Rapsadik said to him, "Listen, Avigdor, I surely can want to help you. There's Hashem, and I can use someone like you because you have a lot of experience. So why don't you come to me this evening? Come to my home, and we'll talk some serious business. Okay, Avigdor? You have anything to say, Avigdor?" Avigdor stood there quietly, and he says. No, no. I just have one thing to say: Baruch Hashem. And I'll see you at your house tonight. Emta ha That's the story.